0: Hey, Goal Getters, this is Kristen Guile, and today you are going to listen to an episode I recorded with the co-founders of The Beach Waver Company, and that is Sarah, Erin, and Emily Potempa. I talked to all three sisters uh, to hear the story of how they founded Beach Waver Company and how Sarah used her experience as a hairstylist to invent The Beach Waver, which, as you might be familiar, is a rotating curling iron that makes it really easy to look uh, like you have those natural beachy waves straight from the ocean, even if you live in a completely landlocked state. So I heard from all three sisters about their different roles in the company and specifically about how the Beach Waver Company is focusing on building a better earth, just like we're focusing on this month with the podcast. Erin is the sister who's most versed in that, and she said that in accordance with Building a Better Earth, one of their big goals right now is building up their platform so they can use it for good, uh, which includes taking a serious look at their supply chain and talking more about the responsibility they have to bring their product to the masses in an environmentally sustainable manner. And that was something they really focused on in their brand new wetline, which is the Make Waves collection. And aside from creating a better earth in terms of the physical environment, the Beach Waver Company is also making a better environment for women and for female founders everywhere. Uh, Last year, they partnered with the World Surf League to sponsor the Maui Beach Waver Pro competition. And that was really notable because last fall, the World Surf League announced that in 2019, they were going to start awarding equal prize money in both men's and women's competitions. And uh, as we all know from just finishing watching the World Cup, equal pay is a major topic right now. Um, so Beach Waiver Company, you might know, they're female-founded with the three sisters, but they're also entirely self-funded. So it was important to them to partner with like-minded groups like the World Surf League. And finally, I think the most Exciting part of this episode to listen to is at the very end. uh, I asked each of the sisters to talk about her other two sisters' strengths and what she thinks makes each of the other sisters a strong addition to the team and what makes them awesome. It was a really touching few minutes of the podcast, and I want to use this time to encourage you to make sure you are giving regular shout outs and compliments to the other women in your life, and you'll really enjoy hearing what the sisters had to say about each other. Thanks for listening to We Got Goals, and here I am with Sarah Potempa, Aaron Potempa Wall, and Emily Potempa of the Beach Waver Company.
1: Yeah, I I'll be on the road. I'll be back. I'm just reaching for a goal. So don't be upset. When I'm not-
0: Welcome to the We Got Goals podcast. My name is Kristen Guile, and today I am joined by not one but three guests. Uh, I've got the co-founders of Beach Waver with me. Uh, that includes Sarah Potempa. Aaron Potempa Wall and Emily Potempa, all on the line with me. How are you guys today? Great, good, very How are you? good. Yeah, good. happy Monday. We are uh, recording this podcast after a long four-day weekend, and we are braving Mercury being in retrograde and all of the communication <laughs> and technology errors that comes with that. So, thank you guys for uh, taking this leap of faith with me. Yes,
2: of course, we're yeah. excited. We're in.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well. I am so excited to talk to you, and I feel so lucky that I get to have all three co-founders and sisters on the line. So to sort of kick things off, I would love to hear more about your origin story, uh, how you guys decided to go into business together as a family, and Sarah, how you came up with the idea for the Beach Waver, and what it was like going into that business together as sisters.
2: Yes, well, it's been very exciting. It's definitely a journey um, so, as a celebrity hairstylist, I was always being interviewed by beauty editors, and everyone wanted to know like how to recreate looks from the red carpet. So, whether it was Reese Witherspoon or Leah Michelle or you know Selena Gomez or whatever look I was creating for the red carpet editors wanted to recreate the look so for a couple of years I would constantly be teaching people how to curl their own hair so what I found very interesting was a lot of beauty editors didn't know how to do their own hair and that was something I was surprised by because they were writing for Cosmo or Glamour or you know trying to connect to the real woman at home and I was surprised I was like oh I re- you're a journalist you're a writer they'd be like I'm not a hairdresser I don't know how to do this and I was always telling them to hold their curling art upside down and wrap it backwards and it It came to the point that I was on the phone with the media editor who said, I can't write that in my article. Like I don't know exactly how to explain. It's just like this being on a podcast, talking over the phone saying, pick up your curling iron, hold it upside down, wear a glove and then like wrap it to the right backwards, you know, and so it's hard to explain over the phone. It's hard to explain to someone how to do it. And I literally got it from the beauty editor and I sketched out the idea for a curling iron that you didn't have to hold upside down, a curling iron that you could hold upright that you could use on yourself and it would be super easy to do. So that idea came from simply saying, okay, instead of wrapping it upside down, if I held it upright what would I need to create that look? So I thought, well, you need a little clamp to replace your finger because you're not wrapping it. Mm-hmm. So the little clamp I designed on the bottom, and then I was like, and then I guess it needs to rotate. Like, how am I going to create that spiral pattern? So I had it rotate in both directions. And I was like, there's a left side and a right side. And I want it to be easy for everyone to understand. So honestly, it came out of necessity for wanting to like have a product that would make it easier for people everywhere to be able to curl their hair. And at that time, I had the idea, I had the sketch, my sister Erin, who was a corporate lawyer at the time, we were talking about just our different business situations and you know, for her where she was at and I was like, I've got this great idea and I love the beauty industry and there was like, you know, just so much like positive, like reinforcement of people just... Just wanting to feel good and look good. And in that moment, I was so lucky looking back at all this, but Erin was ready for a change. And so she was like, I'm gonna quit my job. Let's start this thing together. So looking back, it was so phenomenal to have somebody really give up everything to do that. And then Emily joined us, and Emily has such a phenomenal background in production. She worked on Top Chef and Project Runway in TV and film and production. So honestly, it was we launched initially on PVC so like it was the perfect mix of the three of us having unique and different skills.
0: And it sounds like you guys pretty naturally fell into certain roles. Is that right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, And what's great about working with your sisters is that, We, although we have very different skill sets, we're very different people, we look very different, um, we have the same core set of values. So we truly believe in hard work and dedication, empowering one another, and being really respectful of each other's craft. I mean, um, we each bring something really different to the table. So instead of fighting and everybody always asks, oh, God, how do you work with a sister? But I always tell them, well, if you knew them, if you knew my sisters, like you truly would do everything you could to work with them. If you had sisters like mine, all you would want to do is work with them. So for us, it's this great combination of our different skill sets, our different interests, our different passions, but all really bound together by this core belief of like hard work bringing results and dedication and teamwork. So for us, while we are so different, because we have that like, core philosophy, that really brings us together and helps us through the tough times and helps us try and work together to get to the next stage.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you for giving us a little bit of background. Um, Let's jump in with our first big question that we ask everybody who comes on our podcast. And I'm guessing you guys will answer this as a group. So what is a big goal that you have had in your past? And why was it important to you? And how did you guys achieve it?
2: I think as a group, so I think individually, we are so unique, and we have a lot of different goals that we've been able to achieve in our life. But I would say as a group, we came together with an idea, just an idea that now has multiple patents because of Aaron. (laughs) And obviously, this unique, you know, invention, that idea I had. But I think as a group, We've really um, had the goal of being available and accessible to everybody everywhere. So that was a, um, you know, we started the company, we launched on QVC. Initially, they told us three to four shows that year if we were lucky. And we ended up being on 50 times in our first year.
0: Oh my God.
2: So for us, the distribution and the accessibility to everybody, because if you look at really like the reason why I invented the retriever it was because I wanted women or like, my, like my mom or my sisters and like anyone, you know, working in any job anywhere in the world to be able to say like, I love Leah Michelle's hair. I wish I could make my hair look like that. Or I love, you know, the Victoria's Secret waves. I wish I could do that. I wish I was a tool. So for us, it was like the invention of the beach waver was our access to everyone everywhere. So we made it a huge goal to be distributed in so many different places. So we were able to increase our distribution through QVC and Emily's production really helped me figure out how to be on camera and how to speak to the audience and how to explain to them in a 10 minute show, you know, what the Beach River could do and why it would help them. Um, And so we were able to kind of create this formula where we have women that are not hairdressers go on QVC. They curl their entire head of hair in 10 minutes live on live television. And it's really cool to see because you're like, wow, their hair looks amazing. And they did it themselves. So um, that was a huge goal of ours. And then we were also able to then launch in every single Ulta store. And then from there, we went to Target, to Nordstrom, to Bed Bath & Beyond, and to Amazon Luxury. So that was a goal of ours. Like The three of us starting this business together, we were like, we want it to be available everywhere. And we were able to achieve that goal.
0: That uh, that story of showing on QVC in ten minutes and having real people come and do your hair—that's amazing proof of like the product and the quality and how easy it is. Because you're exactly right. I am uh, maybe the least ambidextrous person you've ever met, yeah. and you're making me believe that this is a possibility <laughs> <laughs> that I could show up on QVC and not embarrass you guys totally. Yes.
2: No. And, and I mean, I Emily really can speak to that, right? i because I feel yeah. Like- She's been able to, you know, Emily, I think was the first person to ever use the Beach Ramer.
3: Yeah, I was. Yeah, it was amazing. I remember um, finally like bringing the prototype home after Sarah being like, oh, I have this idea and Erin quitting her job. And then I was like, oh, this is going to be interesting. I remember trying it for the first time and I was like, oh, this is actually like amazing. It worked really well. Um, And I was, yeah, it was really cool to actually see an idea come into like a product. That was really, really a cool moment to try it for the first time. Yeah, that's amazing.
0: So what you guys might not know is that this set of podcast episodes that we're recording right now are all focused on building a better earth. Uh, And I think, Erin, you're probably the one to ask about this. I'd love to know more about how Beach Waver is doing that with the new Make Waves collection and how you guys focus on sustainability and building your products and your packaging.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I'm really happy to hear that you're focusing on that because it's such a huge important issue that I think we all should be taking a hard look at. And as a company, we are taking a really, serious look at our entire supply chain because as this company, Sarah mentioned, we do have this incredible distribution. We have this incredible reach. Um, and so we really view it as we have this opportunity to bring out great product, but we also have a responsibility to do so in an environmentally sustainable manner. So when we started down the process of bringing out a wet line, which is our new Make Waves collection, which we're incredibly proud of, we wanted to do so in finding a nice balance between not only an incredible product, so it's got the incredible benefits. We've put in some new um, incredible features, but also really do that in a sustainable manner. So we took a look at where the products are being Uh created, where the labs are going to be worked at. And then we also looked at the type of material that the product was going to be housed in. So we wanted to make sure that it still had the integrity to maintain the actual product inside it, but that it was also um, done in, in an environmentally friendly manner. So, we've got products, um, we've got a couple of our products that are made with this incredible new type of resin. It's a sugarcane resin. And sugarcane is an incredible product because it's a fast growing material, so it doesn't take up a lot of land space. You probably hear a lot about deforestation, about chopping down trees, about the environmental damage that that becomes. But with the sugarcane, it's done in a small plot of land, um, it's shot down manufactured and the manufacturing process in the sugar cane actually is a benefit to the environment so it's actually if you kind of look at it during the production process of most things it's putting out carbon dioxide which is negative impact to the environment but this type of product it actually kind of eats away at the carbon dioxide so it's actually doing an environmental positive in the production process so we're probably proud of that Um, all of our products are completely recyclable at the curb. We use um, polypropylene in our tubes, which is um, a great type of material. It's the best type of uh, plastic. It uses fewer um, natural resources to be produced. It's completely recyclable at the curb. Um, so that's something that we're incredibly proud of because a lot of times you'll see products that you believe to be recyclable, you drop them in the bin, but by the time they get down to the facility, they're actually not recyclable and it's because of you know a certain um, subcomponent or an extra piece or two um, differing types of materials that are in the tube. So for us, it was incredibly important to make it really easy for the consumer to actually recycle things. So all of our products are recycled at the curb. We're using local vendors whenever possible. We're looking at the entire supply chain as a whole and trying to figure out how can we do so in a sustainable manner. And we've got a lot of things that we're working on down the line as well. So this is our first round of doing um, a wet line or make Waves collection, selection. We're incredibly proud of it. And then we've got new things coming down in our R&D department as
0: well. You know, I love how transparent you are about the processes and the purposes of every decision you make with regards to this sustainability. And I feel like that's something that is really uh-huh. having a moment in the beauty industry as a whole. Um, I'm curious to hear if you have any predictions for like what uh, the beauty industry is going to see, Moving forward, like the next five or 10 years in terms of sustainability and transparency and, you know, what consumers are going to be looking for when it comes to those in their beauty products.
1: Well, the one thing, and then I'll turn it over to Sarah. Um, Sarah kind of heads up all the R&D and trends. Um, but one thing that I'm really hopeful for is an educated consumer. So we obviously hope that the consumer shops with us. We believe our products to be phenomenal and a really great benefit to people. But my real hope is for an educated consumer. we put out a lot of messaging and the real hope that I would like to see is that people are reading the labels, they're learning more, they're really becoming educated about what they're putting on their bodies and their hair, and then as a result, into the waterway and into the environment. So that's my kind of hope for where what I'd like to see trend-wise, and I'll turn it over to Sarah.
2: Yeah, so I think the formulas too, there's a, there's a lot that goes into R&D from creating the product to educating the consumer on what those ingredients are and then how to use the you know, how to recycle, what kind of products to invest in. And I think I've heard from so many people that they had no idea they could recycle their shampoo bottle or their hairspray and aluminum in your, a lot of hairspray cans, like ours in particular, uh, the Great Barrier Beauty Protecting hairspray can and our 2nd Chance Dry shampoo, both of those cans are necessary aluminum for the beverage industry. They are looking and need that kind of aluminum to create cans. And a lot of people have no idea. So I think part of our process is really educating and showing the consumer, like, what can you do and how it actually does make a difference. And, you know, obviously there's a lot of plastic that is in the ocean, and we've, you know, been able to partner... Um, with a lot of people and learn a lot about how to start to make a different process. And and then another thing I think that consumers are going to really a big, big trend is just understanding the brand. You know, it's like even with the, our packaging of the new Make waves line, we have everything, um, is formulated here. It is sustainable bioplastic. We are also within the actual formula paraben free, formaldehyde free, sulfate free, cryptolatin free, benzophenone free. A lot of things like that have been found in cancer causing cells and just different. Um, You know, negative situations actually can be removed from the formula, even though it's a cost to the company. It's sometimes more expensive for us to make these sugarcane bottles that are more recyclable and more expensive for us to get alternative preservatives, to make it all vegan, make it cruelty free, and, you know, partner with the right vendors. But that is something that is really important. And I think consumers are going to start to realize that and look at the brand first. Like, what is the brand doing? You know, you might see certain things on the packaging, but you don't really know. And I think, looking to the brand first of like, oh, they're actually making efforts to make things more sustainable and to make the ingredients better for you and your body. So I think that's something that we're hoping. And I definitely see already a huge trend that's moving forward.
0: And Emily, I know you were really heavily involved in the packaging in terms of the creative design of it for this new Makes Waves product line. What was your inspiration for that beautiful beachy scene on all the products and how it relates to the earth?
3: Yeah, so um, I love the beach. And we always are going to different locations to California to Australia. And there was one night where Sarah and I were actually just sitting watching the sunset. And it was just so pretty. And it's always so inspiring to see because every day, it's so different, whether it's like pink or more kind of a purpley sunset. And I feel like when you're there in that moment, it's really relaxing. And it feels like we're really grateful for like the day and nature is so inspiring. So I took a photo that day, um, and then it, we kind of talked about it and decided how cool would it be to put it across the entire packaging. So the entire packaging of the Make Waves collection is actually one photograph that I took of the sunset, and it was just so pretty and it was so pink, and it just really evokes that like memory of of being really like grateful and very like inspired. Um, and it's really also that every part of the image is something small that is a big part of something big. Um, so, that was actually really fun to create and kind of design the packaging. Um, and it was also a really big challenge because trying to get all of the different vendors and all of the different labels and the bottles to all line up and have all the colors match um, was definitely, definitely a challenge. So, I'm really proud that it, the, with everything and the way it turned out.
0: Yeah. Well, I know that every time I look at that packaging now, I'm going to be reminded to to take a second and reflect on, you know, how these small actions of buying a responsible beauty product can make a larger impact. So congratulations on that. Thanks. Thank you. So part of building a better earth, of course, it is that sustainability and that doing well for the environment. But I think it's also about creating an environment uh, in which people can succeed and in which women especially can reach their highest heights and We are recording this right after the Women's World Cup, where Equal Pay really took the forefront of the stage, even more so than the actual soccer at times. And (laughs) I know that's a big passion for your team as well. So I'd love to hear more about how you guys are prioritizing Equal Pay and your initiative with the World Surf League Maui Women's Pro event, especially through the lens of being a female-founded company.
2: Yeah, so we've had um, some great partners and we did Victoria's Secret for a couple of years, which was phenomenal because you can kind of recreate that look and we really have a tool that's for everyone who can feel and look that beautiful. And when we were talking as a brand, it was actually Emily's idea to partner with somebody who really had more of that lifestyle of like, really supporting strong women. And when we partnered with the World Surf League for the Beach of Pro, it was such great timing because it was when they were going to be announcing equal pay for the women. And we made an incredible video with one of our surfers, Nikki Van Dyke, who said, which I love, and I think we were all very inspired by that she was like, the ocean doesn't play favorites. You know, we all surf the same wave. Yeah. <laughs> and it was just such a cool moment to think like, wow, you know, they go out there Male or female, she said, or even like a five year old girl. And it was cool because we saw young girls, like five, six, seven year olds out there surfing too. And it's like, it's impressive because they do. They surf the same way. If they're, you know, playing the same sport, they're doing just the same men or women or a child or whoever it is. And it's kind of cool to understand that concept. And as a brand, we are female-founded, we're self-funded, and we're a company that wants to partner with like-minded groups. And it was just a really cool opportunity for us. And we were all so motivated by these women. And they do deserve that. They deserve the equal pay. They're out there you know, really competing and motivating so many people.
0: Yeah. Everyone does the same training. Everyone gets the same weather, the same ocean. Uh, That's a great way of looking at it. And you guys were one of the first companies to help partner for equal pay in a major sports league. Isn't that right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And it's something, as Sarah mentioned, it's incredibly important to us. And when we are looking at who we partner with, whether it be um, an influencer or a retailer or a sponsorship opportunity, we want to make sure that it's in line with our brand mission statement. And a part of our mission statement is empowerment, innovation, Accessibility and sustainability, but empowerment for us is really at the core of who we are as a women owned company. I mean, we're out there every day sort of fighting the good fight, if you will, and it's just these little steps coupled with these larger um, partnerships that we hope someday is really truly going to make a difference. So, women and men are both seen as equal opportunity for whatever whatever field they are going to pursue. So for us, we are incredibly proud to be able to sponsor the um, the WSL last year. So it was, it's something that's it's incredibly important to us.
0: Have you guys gotten some exciting feedback since partnering for that initiative?
1: Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. And we, we have seen a lot of great feedback from a lot of our retailers. Um, and you know, within the beauty space, it is, um, there are a lot of women in powerful roles. There's a lot of men in powerful roles. And we have had a lot of people very excited and very proud to hear that's something that we're taking a stand on and that we as a beauty company are using our platform for good and to get the message out there that women should be treated equally. They should be paid equal for equal work. I mean, it's about as straightforward and as simple as it can get, but until people like us with our company, stand up and make that a priority, that's it's just going to continue the way it's always been, where women are second-class citizens or paid pennies on the dollar. I mean, look at the, like you mentioned before, the incredible World Cup champion soccer team. I mean, they are so powerful. They've made such a great stand and they're using their platform for good so that people in the future within soccer and then within other career paths, within other sporting events, everybody should look at them hopefully and see that they are I mean they are more than entitled to equal pay. I mean they're they're a phenomenal example and if there's ever a clearer example than you know, four-time World Cup champion women I mean I, I don't I don't know what else it would be so <laughs> so we're, we're incredibly proud to be um, you know making a stand for that platform yeah, yeah. And I want to say too that the people that I really saw the biggest
2: um, impact too were the actual surfers I they it was amazing to to be there with them and the amount of they were just so appreciative of us as a brand. And so, and they had never heard of it. Most of them didn't know the beach favor and hadn't really heard. And, you know, and it's a different, so it's interesting as a small company like us who are very heavy in the beauty industry, specifically a lot of beauty editors, a lot of celebrities, you know, for them, they were just so appreciative because I think that they're the ones like you said, that are doing all the training, doing all the work. And so to really see that, but when we were able to connect with them and say, Something in our past is such a big part of this too, is Aaron, Emily, myself and our two brothers, we grew up playing sports. And it's the reason I'm a hairdresser. I played, I played always. It was like, softball, basketball, tennis. I played volleyball. We played so many sports and I was always the girl on the bus braiding everyone's hair before the games. And our dad was a national champion at Notre Dame. He was a football player. And we grew up with that mentality of like being part of a team and working hard towards a goal. And I think sports for us have been really the driving force between being able to work together as sisters and as a family, because we were trained too as kids and you know, growing up and being motivated by our dad and by his, you know, they were undefeated national champions at Notre Dame. So it was like just a cool thing to be able to experience as a kid. And then we were really pushed to do our best to work as a team to like achieve a goal.
0: I love that. And as soon as you said, there's that one girl, on the bus who's braiding team hair. I knew exactly who you meant. There's always that one person who had learned how to French braid and she was responsible for the other 16 girls. Like no questions asked. That was mean. I've had
2: people write to me on Instagram. Like I remember that. I was on the bus. I was on the
1: girls who
0: braided my hair. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. Uh, I was, I was the weird one who could French braid her own hair. But as soon as you put someone else in front of me, I like, I had fumble fingers. Like I just, it didn't translate for whatever reason. and I love what you said too about like being part of a team and how that was instilled in you at a very early age and especially with a very athletic family. Um, so let's let's take a second and play kind of a, a game. I would love to hear from each of you, like one strength that each of your sisters has that she brings to the table or brings to the boardroom or, you know, wherever you happen to be. Uh, Emily, let's start with you.
3: I would say for Sarah, she's always been a really big risk taker ever since we were kids, we would travel together and she was always pushing me to do something extra. If we were like climbing a mountain in Europe, I would be afraid to kind of like go that extra like little bit where there's like a huge drop off. And Sarah Mm -hmm. would always be like, come on, we have to do it. (laughs) Um, And she was never afraid of of anything. So I feel like that's always been so great that she's always like pushing everyone and like, we can do it. You just, you know, you always have to like keep going. Um, And so that's been really an amazing quality And Erin is just so confident and so smart and funny. It's like so so many, three things, but, um, well, yeah, (laughs) she's always been such an inspiration just because she's always been so confident and so smart and so such a good older sister to look up to. Um, and always is like, has the, you know, knows the right thing to do.
0: Oh, I'm getting all the warm fuzzies
3: over
1: here. Erin, what about you? Um, well, this is a great question. Uh, there's, they both bring so much to the table. Um, I would say that, um, gosh, it's kind of like an emotional question, too. Hard-hitting yeah, okay. interview. I like it. Yeah, nothing um, like that. <laughs> yeah, and strong. Um, I would say that I think Sarah has, like, a, just a really unique ability to make everybody feel really beautiful. So, like, oh, truly, like, <laughs> hitting me hard after the weekend. Because I've seen her on, on set with supermodels, you know, we, been the backstage of Victoria's Secret, you know, with like you know Kendall Jenner and like Gigi Hadid and like these you know high-end, incredibly gorgeous models, like traditionally gorgeous models. And Sarah makes them feel at ease and calm. And then she also does the same thing when we do like makeovers for moms or people in the office. So it's this really just incredible, calming yet confidence-inspiring skill that she has with people. And I think that's why she's been so successful. Obviously, she's incredibly talented hairstylist, but she does have this. Like calming presence about her that really helps people feel beautiful, and it's really like a lovely thing to watch. And I would say Emily is um, kind of in that same vein. Emily is also, you know, from the production world, and Emily like always approaches things with this wonderful sense of kindness. And you know, sometimes I try to say, "Oh, how about this?" and "What about this?" I try to jump in and some, you know photography situation and Emily i always like but that's a great idea but i'm really you know focusing on this way and so she always does it in a way that makes you feel included and makes you feel like you're part of the crew even if you know i truly don't have much to offer in the, in, the, <laughs> in the setting but they but both of them just have this beautiful energy about them that makes people feel like they're like they're included and they're welcome
0: yeah and that's so important too especially the the hairstylist relationship like you have, you're trusting your head in somebody's yeah. hands. Like you've got to know that you've got to know that you can feel at ease with them. So what a wonderful thing to call out. Uh, and Sarah, we'll finish up with you. Yes.
2: Um, so Emily is always so inspiring with her aesthetic. She loves to travel and has this great, also ability to become friends with everybody. And what's been really interesting is like. Like I know at one event Emily was at where she was going to go meet some influencers and literally became like best friends with a girl that has 11 million followers and like I was like oh sure Emily take over my account do whatever and oh I God. think it's because she's she has this just she's just very cool you know what I mean? like <laughs> she like loves the beach she looks cool all the time she loves to travel and has this like It it is like Erin says like kind of part of the crew, you know, like Emily's always part of the crew and has this great eye for beauty and aesthetics and you know, she's just also incredibly loyal to us. She's always been my like muse or my model even when we were little. She would let me do her hair and dress her up like Marilyn Monroe and use the lamps in the basement to do a photo shoot. Um, so she's just like a, a, an incredible part of the team that's always inspiring us to travel and like find the best beaches in the world. And if you look at her Instagram, at Patemali, you'll see all of the beautiful beaches and all of the, you know, just the beauty that she sees in the world, which is great. Um, and then Erin is... Very interesting because Emily and I always did so much in the industry together—production, beauty. We were always traveling together. We traveled, and studied abroad when we were younger. So Aaron is—you know—it's—it's it's a different kind of loyalty that. I was told when we started this business, a couple of people told me not to partner with my sister, not mm. to partner with a lawyer, <laughs> Aaron, you know, a lot of people warned me like that's not a good idea. And honestly, I couldn't have asked for a better business partner because there's no one else that would deal with every single bit and push as hard as she could and constantly work literally 24 seven to make our dream a reality. Literally, she is done everything from six years pushing to get the utility patent on the beach waiver, which we were finally awarded by the U S government because of her, you know, and stuff, things like that, that you would never like other people would have given up on us, you know, or given up on the idea because being a self-funded female founded company, there is no one better than your sister or your family because no one would go through the amount of difficulty and time and effort and loyalty that it takes to get a business like ours up and running to the point of having it in 13 countries in over 5,000 locations. All of that is because of Aaron's persistence and loyalty and hard work.
0: Well, I'm about to cry over here. <laughs> I'm going to call my sister as soon as we hang out tell her everything I love about her.
2: <laughs> it's a good idea though, because sometimes you forget to like, you know, really tell people why you appreciate them and why you thank them. Because honestly, like, you go day by day working so hard and little things can be frustrating, but like, it is important to stop and say like, Thank you. Like you are really good at this. Like you yeah. make this possible. You know, it's 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 a great question. And a great, it's something everybody listening should go
1: do. Like call yeah, your sister. That's true. You know what I mean? Call yeah. your mom. Like yeah. tell them. Yeah, you should totally make like a secondary like offshoot podcast where people. just, to <laughs> they don't they are. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna use it. You know, like it's, it's a, really a tough world out there. It's nice to hear some nice things once in a while. To definitely bring that podcast to, to life. I <laughs> I would listen. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Deal. All right. Okay. <laughs> (laughs) Ah. Well, I know we're
0: running out of time here, but I don't want to let you guys get off the line without asking you about a big goal that you have for the future and why it's important to you as a team and how you're going to make use of those strengths that we just talked through to get there.
1: Well, I think a big goal for us, for me anyway, um, is to really build up our platform so that we can use it for good. I mean, like we, like I talked about, our mission statement kind of contains the four tenets that we really um, try to answer with everything that we do and, you know, empowerment, innovation, sustainability, accessibility. It's so important to us. And so I would like us to get to the point where we are like a globally recognized brand where people do say, oh yeah, Beach I I know them and I know what they stand for. I've seen their videos. I know they sponsor the WSL. I know what they stand for. They have incredible products and they're putting out good products with a good message. So that's really what I'd like to see us working toward.
0: Awesome, Sarah and Emily, anything to add to that? For me,
2: a lot of product development.
0: So I've been working on like over 30 different products.
2: So as a hairdresser, All of the formulas are very important to me. Like Our Braid Balm is such a unique foaming product that you actually put in before you braid to make a clean braid, but then it gives you defined flexible waves and it also strengthens. So for me, it's all about R&D and putting out formulas that actually work that have active ingredients because being in the industry for 20 years and having worked with a lot of brands, I feel sometimes it's confusing to the consumer. So I really want to come out with products that are very clear, that have a purpose and sometimes like a dual or like triple purpose like there's it does a lot of things in one to make it really easy for you so all of the products the make waves line they strengthen while you're styling so even though you're just putting braids in or putting like enhancing your natural weight it actually has an active ingredient called high x that's going to strengthen your hair while you're styling so, so you don't even have to think about it you're making your hair stronger from the inside out
0: awesome well i'm looking forward to seeing those and emily what about you what's on your list this year
3: yeah, I think um, for me, in the beginning, it was always getting brand awareness out there, getting people to recognize us and know who we are in the hair tools market. And um, now it's been really great because there's so many people who finally know the Beach Waver and have been able to come up to us and be like, oh, my God, I have the Beach Waver. I used it at my wedding. Or, you know, like, oh, what was at a bachelor party and we all did our hair together. And so for me, I think now taking it to the next step and telling more stories and getting more connections out there. So we're going to be relaunching our blog page, you know, rebuilding up our YouTube page and being able to tell more of those stories about the customers and then about the products and the R&D that Sarah was talking about. Um, so that's a really big focus, I think, for my team going forward this year's storytelling.
0: Well, I'm so excited to hear what comes next in your all story and the story of Beach Paper and Thank you so much for being on the We Got Goals podcast today. Where can we find you guys and your products?
2: You can go to beachwaver.com, which is our website. And also Instagram is a great place at The beachwaver.
0: Amazing. Well, thank you so much, guys. It was so great getting to know you and chatting with you. And I look forward to seeing what comes next.
1: Hey, thank you so much. And I will be on the road. I'll be back. I'm just reaching for a goal don't be upset when i'm not around this podcast is a sweatlife.com production and it's another thing that's better with friends so please share it with yours you can subscribe anywhere you get your podcasts and if you have a chance to leave us a rating or a review while you're there we would truly appreciate it special thanks to jay mono for our theme music to our guests this week sarah aaron and emily potempa to Tech Nexus for the recording studio, to Ryan Defoe for editing, and of course, an extra special thanks to you, our listeners.